0: diversity, bring it. The struggle, we welcome it. Snooze on life, never that. We are Dave Regina and Mike Perella and this is the No Snooze Podcast. Come on. Before we dive into today's episode, we want to simply say thank you for your support. For Season 2, we're running a couple giveaways, and we'll be selecting a couple of you to win some No Snooze merch, some products over at orgain.com, or a $50 Amazon gift card. If you enjoy the podcast and find value in what we're doing, all you have to do is subscribe to us, leave us a 5-star review on Apple, and DM us on Instagram, at No Snooze Podcast, letting us know you've entered the giveaway. Thanks to all of you, the No Snooze podcast is climbing the charts, and we're well on our way to spreading this message to the masses. Enjoy today's episode. Mike, open us up.
1: And we're here, season two, No Snooze. We're here at Greenwich MMA. Thank you for our guest and host of the kickoff show for the interviews. Yes.
0: What up? Who are we talking to yes. today? Yes. So we are welcoming Kostriat Gemma, professional MMA fighter. Great friend of ours and now very successful business owner right here in Greenwich, Connecticut. Kostriat Gemma, welcome to the pod,
2: my brother. And welcome to Greenwich MMA.
0: There you go. <laughs> there you go. And
2: Kost, you're going to tell
1: everyone how we taught you how to fight?
2: Yeah, especially you, man. <laughs> that, 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 uh, I see. I almost cursed already. That's that t- all right. That's how you got. We we have. A, Wait, a we forgot. Thing. That we forgot. We got you know a special oh. guest here as well. We yes. have a, our Doofy first Dree.
1: audience member eating an apple in the background. So if you hear anyone chomping away, that's time. Yes. Jema, spelled with an X, not a D. That's
0: right. That's right. And Dree is Kashiat's brother. We've all been um, you know too. part of the same circle for a really long time. Uh, so Kashiat we like to start from the beginning, um, and here at the Nose News podcast, it, it's more of a lifestyle, not procrastinating on life, which is exactly what you've done. You, you've come up, as we'll talk about, through a lot of adversity uh, to get to where you are today. So can you take us back to, I guess, the early years of young Koss? Um, give us you know, a little bit about your, your family background and how you grew up. PG version, too. PG version, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> All
2: right. Well, for the most part, I think I got a pretty normal family. Yeah. We all could say, right? Absolutely. You know, good, good parents. Yeah, good parents, brothers, sisters. I was just a little hothead. So. Yep. A little. Uh, but you.
0: Just... So so uh, from from a background standpoint, Kasia and his family are from where? Kosovo. Who and your parents, that? your your parents came to this country as immigrants back what thirty years well, ago like now? 30,
2: 33? How old are you? Because they were right. born over there Then me and my little
0: brother Were born here So like 31, 32 years ago And something that I noticed Personally Obviously being being uh, Americanized um, There's a certain Level of uh, Of a work ethic That you see With immigrant families When they obviously Come, come to America So was there like a, a work ethic That was instilled in you early You and your siblings I mean from what I know Clearly there was uh, But h- yeah. how did you How did you Grow up like that
2: early I mean Yeah I, I definitely agree I Dude I was like you know, 12 years old, going to work with my dad. You know, my dad, uh, he works for my uncle's company. who My uncle also is, like, one of the biggest builders around. Yep. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I've, I've been pretty much working and active my whole life. And, and gosh, what were you I,
1: doing when you were working at 12?
2: I mean, when I was 12, I wasn't really doing much. When I hit 14, you know, <laughs> okay. I was doing, like, the masonry. I'd be okay. painting. Nice. Yep. You know, instead of going to school, that's that's what I was doing. All right. right well, well, at you doing something. Yeah. That, that's where I was
0: going next. So, did you... Coming up, did you not like school? Did you like school? Where did you channel that energy? Because, again, I know it. Mike knows it. But when you, you got to explain it and, and see, was it, was it through sports that you chose that route? You know, obviously, it, it turned out to be fighting. But what, how was education for you?
2: I liked school. I just couldn't really focus. You know, I, 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 didn't, I couldn't be in a big group. So I ended like up, in the classroom setting. Or yeah, so I ended up going to an alternative school where I'd have like you know, four kids in in the class, mm-hmm. and it worked out a lot better.
0: Yeah, because you're getting you're getting a, an extra level of detail, I guess, to in a in a learning environment. Yeah,
1: right. And when you were uh, hot-headed when you were younger. Was it always, did it always turn into fighting? Like, did you always like to fight? Was that always yeah. uh, oh, yeah. something in your blood? Yeah. And yeah. was it because you were fighting with your brother mainly to start? No, nah, nah, we never people?
2: we never fought. I'm pretty sure we, you know, we always got along. we yeah. getting stupid arguments here and there. But for the most part, we, we got along. Yeah. I never fought any of my brothers. My yeah. sisters, nobody. So
1: where do you think that came from? Did you watch, like, were you a Tyson fan growing Like, was there any influence that you remember where you're like, oh, that person's a fighter. I like that. I want to crack heads
2: no i don't i, don't, I really me don't too. know I just always <laughs> yeah i don't know where
1: it came from <laughs> it's but always just, been natural yeah just but, but what about people
0: so so adding on to what mike just said about the passion though there had to be a point that you realize okay one i'm getting into fights all the time when i'm younger yeah it's probably not gonna go in the right direction in terms of of a future when did when did it you realize that wow okay instead of me fighting and getting into trouble I can fight and you know, it can become a business. And let so, me
1: clear it up before you start talking. We're not glorifying fighting. We're just interested because now you've leveraged it and made it into a positive, exactly. which
2: a lot
0: of
1: people don't do. So now you can look back and kind of giggle because it was all stepping stones. But. Yeah.
2: I think it was like two or three years into my second prison bid, my, my best friend, Ambrose Castellana, he just randomly brought it up. He started doing mixed martial arts in the gym in Fairfield. And he was like, dude, you should really, you know, come out and try to do it. He's like, you're always going to jail for it. You know, all the money on legal fees, you might as well start trying to make it. it, it it's and a Ambrose great point. Ambrose is the ripped up one? Yeah. That's yeah. Ambrose? Yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: And he had his whole weight loss stuff too, right? Yeah.
2: He, he's like probably like one of the biggest trainers in town. He's ripped up. He's yeah. huge. Yeah. No, He's out, shout out, shout out yeah.
1: to Ambrose. Yeah. Um,
0: but yeah. So so I ended up going to prison. You said that was your second, my second bit, bid, your yeah. second bid when you realized it yeah. that you know what this can I can channel this energy somewhere else. Yeah. Um, but what was it that then clicked for you? Now so now you're in prison, and it's you, you were young, right? How old were you?
2: I was in for five, seventeen to like twenty two.
0: Right. So obviously, extremely young. And you still had a major you, – you had a decision to make. Am I going to make a future for myself or is this going to be the future? So when did you take that fighting you – know, I guess that fighting mindset and say, you know what, I need to focus on that to get out to make sure I never go back to prison. Did that happen?
1: Yeah, like when Ambrose said, do this, was it like right away? Or no?
2: Yeah. Yeah, I mean I always thought about it. I just never – I just needed that extra push and he gave it to me. Yeah. So – when I came home, because I did my second bit, I did in New York. So when I came home, I went straight to a halfway house okay. in New Rochelle. And yeah, he gave me the address. And I was like, you know what, man, just f- going.
1: And what'd you do when you went to that first session? Were you like immediately thrown? I, I just,
2: I went in there. I was like, yo, I'm, I'm trying to go pro. And they f- laughed at me. <laughs> <laughs> I now, love that though.
0: <laughs> I, I don't know how, how much you, you, you talk about this, but, but I'm going to go there. So when we were younger, it always seemed to me, looking back now, it, it's clear that there were some anger issues with, that, were, that were deep inside of you. Did you go through any anger management? Did the fighting help you to channel your anger to something to where you were like, you know what, I'm gonna use it now as a, as a hobby and a sport to ultimately become a business? Because before, I think it was more like reactive. How did, you, how did you deal with that?
2: Well, when I used to fight, it was a mixture of things. A lot of it was anger. I think it's it was also loyalty that I had to like friends. a lot of people. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like the thing is, I'm like, you know, I'm basically the mayor of Greenwich. Man, I know everybody. Everybody was, <laughs> everybody calls me for everything, right? So it's like, that, that's ended, that's how I ended up going to prison. I got a phone call at like two o'clock in the morning. You know, this dude got jumped at a party, so I went down there. But um, as far as turning into a business. I don't know, man. I used to go to Revolution. It definitely was an anger management thing. Mm-hmm. You know, th- the courts sent me there. Right. And I was staying out of, trum- out of trouble. Like, I was on house arrest at the time. The only thing I was allowed to do was go to school and go box. And that's what I did. I'd spend hours there.
0: Did you, because I, I know for us, we have different interests. When you apply that energy, like when I'm upset and I, I even work out, my stress level then comes down. Is it the same thing that when you're fighting, yeah. and I'm talking about in a, in a good, Fighting environment now um, But did you see that Okay now I can walk around And my stress level's down Because I'm actually Channeling that energy You know in a good way Yeah Instead of beating definite. people up Yeah definitely On the street I mean yeah yeah right. Just you listen I, mean? I, it,
2: and it, I don't even have to be Like you know sparring Or doing anything I could go just hit the fucking bag Yep You know what I mean Just hitting something Just helps Right and It really helps <laughs> do, you
1: look, do you ever look back And you're like I can't believe I was Doing all that stuff
2: Nah I mean honestly Here's the thing I could still be doing that yeah, absolutely. You know what I mean, like, that was me. Yeah. That yeah, that's just me. Yeah, yeah, I could. I just choose not to. There's a lot more to life than just sitting inside a cell, yeah. just around dudes.
1: But do you? Because you, by all stretch of any uh, measurement, you're successful now, right? Yeah. Do you ever look back and you're like, I can't believe I came this far this fast? Because it no, I mean, it's been. No, not fast. really. How old are you right now? Twenty-eight. Yeah.
2: Six years. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, honestly, not really. I expect. I expected all of this, okay. and I expect way more. The thing is, this look. It's like. It's just a matter of if you want to change or not. And that's why I tell everybody. Yeah. I could sit here and preach all this positive sh- but if you don't want to do it, you ain't going to do it. Yeah, the action. You know what I mean? Like, and when
1: you went into the place and you're like, I want to go pro, what in your head... Have you always been like, I'm going to do something big with something? I just don't know what it is? Yeah. Or were you just blind
2: confidence? I mean, I think for the most part, you know, and like I said, you guys could probably vouch. We're, we're pretty athletic, the whole family. Uh, I, w- you know? Oh, I, I don't know. That, I grew I up. He, I, think I mean, Dree, Dree, uh, Dree, I think, Dree on the uh, other hand. Yeah. Yeah. I actually, I was like,
0: yeah. I actually got, it got excited
2: too. I'm <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. wow. All right, cool. I, I
1: actually, was about to be like, well, two-thirds of us are up here, but, you know. No, uh,
2: but, nah, yeah. but yeah, you know, I mean, like, it's just, look, I played, you know, soccer growing up my whole life yeah but tell the people look into
0: the camera tell them you've never beaten dave regina in basketball <laughs>
2: don't look at me <laughs> no, i've I've, I've almost beaten but, somebody up for dave regina <laughs> no but you know you know what's uh. funny
0: <laughs> you, you know what's funny though he was always naturally very good at basketball yeah right yeah. It, whether, whether he wants to say it or not but Kobe, you, you had something what
2: I said Kobe, rest in peace.
0: That's right,
1: absolutely. Who's was the best piece. basketball player out of the family? Three of you, go right now. Order. Dree has to be one.
0: Jimmy, Jimmy, Jimmy has to be obviously, one. if we're going he, in order, Jimmy, right? It's three okay. of us, right? Youngest brother. All right, Jimbo, so for sure.
2: Jimmy is definitely the best, and I would say me and, Boy, then then and him he, right he, after. Wow, you He's know like what it is though? I'm not a better basketball player. I'm just you pick more, up on things. Here's very the thing. Quickly. Though, I'm just more athletic. See, yes. you had I grind harder than him. you know what I mean? Like yes. that's what it that's what it really comes down to. And I think that's the same thing with fighting. Yes. You okay. know what I mean? The reason why if I win, it's like the guys I've beaten, right? They're really good guys. Yeah. They're probably technically better than me, but just I want it more. You know what I mean? Like Yeah. I don't mean to jump
1: around. I've never had such anxiety than watching your fights. Like when we were in that little place for one of his first fights. Yes. Remember that yep. little yep. club? Yep. One of my favorite events that was down in Queens. of all time. I don't know if you remember. Astoria. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I yeah, yeah, was in yeah, Queens. Yeah. And we walk in. That was an amateur fight, right? Yeah, yeah, my first amateur yeah. fight. Yeah. That yeah. was awesome. Walking in the, 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 I think that made me like MMA, was just the electricness in there. You're yes. like, wow, these people are about to fight. That's just basically a tabletop in the middle of the dance floor that they're fighting on. Yeah. Yes. And people are like getting bottles and stuff. That was yeah, awesome. Yeah.
0: Um, to, to add on to what Mike is saying, so there, there's a great interview with you that I love. And I know we feel it when you fight. Like, we are nervous. Yeah. Obviously, as a fighter, I know you're going to tell me you're not nervous when you fight. But something that was interesting that I read about Kashiach, the only time that he actually gets nervous is when his, he sees his teammates fight. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think that says a lot about you as a person because people look at you and they're like, all right, he's got all these tattoos. He's got a beard. He's, he's got this great ponytail going on. You look intimidating. What a teddy bear. <laughs> you look intimidating. But at your core... You're, 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 you're a sensitive guy.
1: You look kind of crazy too. When you're cutting weight, when you're real, you look, <laughs> look like, bad, you look right? nuts and your hair's not pulled sick. back. Where
2: Dana go? was go like, ahead. is that cost? Sorry.
0: Answer, <laughs> answer what I, what I just, you know, kind of, kind of threw at you.
2: All right. So a lot of people actually do get nervous in fights. Yeah. The reason why I don't is because dude, like I've suffered a loss. So I don't ever have to worry about a loss. I didn't fall guys. Six, five on the streets. 300 pounds, 200, it don't, so none of that matters to me. There's Mm -hmm. nothing anyone has, you know. You're not scared to fight. Yeah, it just, there's, it's just a good, I get to go out there and just have fun. But what changes when
0: you see people that are on your team. I
2: know the damage you can get from fighting. So when I go see somebody that I care about, Mm -hmm. I mean, think about this, look, dude, I've had eye surgery, I broke my eye socket. I've had neck surgery, I got my neck fused. I broke both my hands, I broke my shin, I broke my foot. It's all painful. So it's like, I don't want none of that to happen to, you know what I mean, mm-hmm. to, to to anyone I care about. Yep. Um, I know I can deal with pain easy. It doesn't phase me at all. But I still don't want anyone I care about to, to feel that. that.
1: Yeah. And when you watched, um, like you watched your high-level teammates, uh, Sterling— Sterling, yeah, yeah, yeah. Aljo? When yeah, when he fights, and if or do you go to the actual fight? he was in uh, was it Fight Island? He was fighting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you get just as nervous when you're watching from home? I get anxiety nah, watching man. on TV, and I don't. Nah, even have I many see, dude, I like, know. No, honestly, dude, like,
2: there's like, there's like a few people, man. I just I can't even f- can sit there and 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 watch them. <laughs> Why? Because you get so nervous. Yeah, it's yeah. like I just can't do it. Yeah, it's it's like a, dude, a Aljo's a. F- beast nobody could beat that guy do you tell you so like (laughs) you you can't be yeah he's next in line (laughs) no i'm saying yo you can't you can't really be yeah i would nah not with him but like but the reason
1: i'm asking is because so there's a correlation between like opponents in fighting and then opponents in like life and business do you feel because you're in such a high stress high level um like there's real consequences you get knocked out if you lose then when you get into the business world and you're negotiating, you're like, they're not going to punch me in the face. So who cares? Yeah, so you have you like this carefree. Focus, yeah. You right. have like a carefree approach because you've been punched in the face. Right. So it's like the, we're negotiating a real estate deal and I'm not going to do anything that's going to hurt you. You know, like, what can I do?
2: What you mean? You can fuck your money up, man. You can fuck somebody's so money up. Really?
1: That's good. Do you get more <laughs> nervous in real estate deals? Or not real estate, just business deals in general?
2: Yeah. Because okay. I feel wow. like in fighting, I have full control of everything that's happening. Wow. Nice. Something like that, you don't. You yeah. Don't. Um, you don't. You, you're dealing with other people. Like, yeah. I can't force you to well, I guess buy this for X amount of you dollars. You can't put me in a headlock and make me buy it. Yeah. So that's, that's true. It. I never that thought of it true. that way. I can't say, yo, I know you got 50 fucking mil. Just you know, buy this shit for a mil. You can't do it.
1: Yeah, that's true. I mean, you could, but you can't. You can't. You know?
0: You know. One thing, Kass is being very, very humble on the, um, on, the podcast, on the podcast. He doesn't like talking about him, himself. But on one, camera, one before th- he yes, was telling us yes. big One stuff. thing that, that, I, that I really envy about you is when, when I first pulled up uh, I think it was one of the Mohegan fights that we went to, and we actually saw a crazy amount of Greenwich police officers oh, yeah. who used to arrest this guy over and over and over again. And then he changed so much to where now these guys are actually coming out and, and women coming out to support what you're doing professionally. I think that says a lot about the individual, um, you know, because that that doesn't happen all the time. So what is your how, how do you I, I guess? How do you, how do you look at that? Seeing police officers at your fight that used to arrest you?
2: I'm a f-ing cool dude, man. What you expect? Uh-huh. No, really. I mean, we, we, listen, gotta, we just, got ourselves a see, McGregor. And just for saying he was humble, and yeah. then he no, no. I with see, that. It's cool, though. It really is. Listen, it's not even just cops. Yeah.
0: You know what I mean? Like
2: mm-hmm. I get like good luck wishes from like the fucking prosecutors. That you know what I mean? Yep. That, that yep. had my cases. Right. You know, one of the times, when the judges was coming to my fight. It's cool. It's yeah. definitely, it's definitely cool. I, I definitely appreciate. it. I think everybody's realized. Uh, the change that I've made. That's pretty yeah. ironic. Like no, here,
1: you is. get two years, you punch them in the face and then they're ringside, like knock them out. Yeah,
0: <laughs> it is true. But, it, but I'm telling you, and, and it's something about you that until you get to know who Kastriy Gemma is at his core, you look at him and you're like, ah, he's, you know, not a guy that I want to, he that still I scares me. Um, so I just wanted to definitely point that out because, <laughs> <It does. laughs> because I, I think that's, that's very interesting talking about the, um, you know, trying to shift to the, to the business. How did you highlight? I guess not not being educated in terms of a uh, a regular education standpoint, no college or anything like that. How did you make your way into the business world? Just was sur- it good people? Like, yeah, good it's good-
2: all I just surround myself around good people. Yeah, you know, I just uh, one of the biggest things I did that got me this far was when I came home. I just stopped messing with. All those losers, like I told you in the back, that that, that I used to hang out with, mm-hmm. they're nowhere. They're still nowhere. Right. You know what I mean? Like I just I started hanging around a lot of successful people, and I would just listen.
0: And honestly, if there's one thing that somebody takes away from this interview, it should be that you know, Cashout is a, is a perfect example of you are who you hang around. You know, so if you are like he was saying, if you're hanging around losers you are more than likely going to be a loser because that's all you see. And that could be in anything in life. So you had to make a real conscious decision where you've been friends with these people for years and years and years. And you were like, you know what? Yes, if we see each other, it's cool. But you know what? I want more from my life. So I'm going to go hang around people that are doing better than I'm doing. And that's a big key right there. That's why
2: I'm around you two right now. There you go. (laughs) (laughs) uh,
1: I have to mention, too, your brother Driton is also the mayor of town. And
2: he, he, he got Stanford on connects. locks and yeah. he but got Stanford. He, I got Greenwich.
1: He's the reason I get my haircut with my guy, Brian, he's connected with me. I don't know how many people now knowing you better, you do the same thing. You call me constantly, talk to this guy, talk to this guy. So just having that network and working your contacts and just honestly, just trying to help out people, I think has gotten you very far and Driton very far and it gets whoever, if you keep people around you happy, yeah. You just naturally get happy. You don't want anything from them. You just do a nice gesture. Yeah. Um. And there's a saying, your net work is your net worth. And it could work in the negative way. Yeah. Right? And yeah, now that you switched it out. Well, he's and seen both. And you have both. Dave is a friend. He's you're
2: set.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, not, I am. Like, like, don't punch he's, he's me. Also,
2: he's also my bodyguard. I don't know if you know <laughs> Him? This. What am I? Yeah. I'm your uh, consigliere.
0: Just a <laughs> Question for you. <laughs> right, Cos? So... Speaking on, on law enforcement, obviously you had certain views when you were younger on I, the, the men and women that were arresting you. You probably didn't like cops coming up. I did actually you? did. You liked them? Yeah. Did you? Yeah.
2: Really? Dude, everything I did, I did to myself. Okay. But, you, but this is <laughs> like, I, I deserved it. Like, yo, listen, look, let me tell you. I got arrested twice in one day. All right. <laughs> I got to fight. <laughs> Wait, but yeah, walk us through that. How, how did that happen? I'm a laughing. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of bleeps. You're yo, putting the TV to work. <laughs> nah, but... um. I got in a fight with a bunch of dudes, and a few hours later, I saw him at, like, a park. I mean, it was crazy. His dad was there at this point, and, like, his dad was like, one-on-one fight. I'm like, "Ah, huh? And I just beat the piss out of him, and I just saw cops come, so I started running. I I cut through these yards. I lost my phone, so I see this little (laughs) kid, and I was like, hey, little man. You know, I got a bloody mouth, you know, black eye from earlier, and I'm like... Hey, little man, you know, can you go get your phone? I just want to call my parents. I didn't put two and two together. I'm like, why isn't he coming back out? All of a sudden, cops came flooding everywhere. It was the street of Rinaldi's over in Mm Costco. I cut through Bible Street, you know, where like those stairs are. Uh And I ended up getting arrested again. But what am I going to do? Am I going to blame them? So it's not.
0: So that's something that you never did. You never blamed anybody
2: else for you. No, dude, I know what the hell. I know what the do every every time I was gone. Like, I would know if I'm getting arrested. Yep. Look, anytime I, I had a, like my my own personal issue, if I wanted to get the dude, I just put it in my head, "Yo, you're going to jail, so get ready." Yep, and that's why and I was fine was, with and it.
0: And y- you wore that. So, and the reason why I asked is because obviously your brother is in law enforcement, so it's it's kind of a, a an ironic thing. I'm we, waiting we,
2: for the day that he locks me up.
0: <laughs> right. That that will, that would never happen. <laughs> <laughs> never happen. anymore.
2: Yeah, I just saw St. Dree drove by.
0: I think Cos was in the back. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that would be a scene. Uh, but even his brother, man, like, he was so persistent in a career in law enforcement. I mean, you know, and I think that is something in, in terms of the family. Like, yeah. when you guys want something, you, you go and go you get it. it. You yeah. know what I mean? And, and it doesn't it, – th- there could be many obstacles in the way, which is, which is very clear. We're sitting in, in your gym right now. Uh, oh, so say, that, say that again. Greenwich <laughs> MMA. <laughs> That's right. That's right. And, and honestly, how does it, how does it feel – to To be in a position like that, like you, you listen to Conor McGregor, right? Yeah. And Conor always says, like he he was visualizing things. He would visualize it, visualize it over and over and over again. And I believe that to be true. But I also add on the word action to all of that. What is your take on you know the visualization piece and kind of manifesting you know success to happen in your life?
2: I mean, listen, I I've been talking about this for a year now. I think I remember coming to your job, yep, and speaking to you about this, like, yes, what? Well, how about a year ago? Maybe a little Absolutely, less. Absolutely, yep. I mean, and look, a year later, I was still going after, and I still finally, and you did never it. stopped, yeah. And I'm still not gonna stop. This is nothing. This is mm-hmm. just the beginning. You know what I mean? Like, I've I've dreamed about doing this. This people will say they'll call it work. I don't call this work. Yeah, you know, I'm learning here. Whether I'm holding pads for people, I get the opportunity to see different styles of how you know people fight, how they throw punches, kicks. I mean, you know, we put combos together. So it's like, every day I'm learning.
0: And you see people progress, which yeah. has gotta be awesome. Oh man, besides like the
2: weight loss, like yep. I just got some cool f-ing clients, man. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Do you have yeah. an end game in mind of like, you're here this year, like by this age I wanna be here, or you know, this is the size gym I want. Do you have anything like that? You're um, going for, and if it's absurd, you could say it because now it's not. Nah, camera. you know
2: what It's It's not about like the size of the gym or any of that. It's like I don't know. Nah, I just no matter how no matter how big. Let me tell you something. If, if, if I can say right now, you know, by the age of thirty, I need a house. Well, guess what? When I'm thirty, I want two houses. You know, right? I'm always gonna fu- no, want to. It's like, yeah, it, yeah. like yo, I saw. I forgot the guy's name, man, but it was on Instagram, and he was just you know. Talking about himself, see himself five years from now. Mm-hmm. Dave Reds he was like <laughs> No, but he was just like who's his um like he's man. like my only um mentor? What it? No 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 he was just Cole? like the person I'm going against is myself. Myself ten years from now. Okay, so his only opponent yeah, really that's, is that's you know what is, I mean? Yep, yep. He's like I was you know, me ten years from now. That's that's my opponent and that's who I'm trying to beat. And you know, I kind of was just like, oh, man, So where going. are you
1: here fi- where are you five years from now? What are you competing with?
2: I don't know. Hopefully, we all ride around in Lambos together. Oh, it's <laughs> you know what I, mean? that, I don't think I can nah, fit in a Lambo.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I gotta lose a couple. Yeah, that's why I haven't got
2: one. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I I fit. yeah. No, I don't know. Right. I assume, man. Like I'm 28 now. Hopefully, hopefully, I'll be you know on the same boat as you guys with a kid. Wow. But <laughs> one step at a time. I mean, yeah. you know, I think first is my older brother. He's got to get ready to get that going. <laughs> wow. You he know, wants to be another. Um, one. I don't know, man. I'm just. I take it. You know, David. Yeah, that's fair. So I, I was just that's gonna,
0: fair. I was just gonna add to that. So you know, you have people who always lead with their accomplishments, like in any conversation. Oh, I used to do this really well. I used to do this. Or you have the people that like really focus on the future, five, ten, twenty years out, whatever. And that's all cool. Uh, but for for me, I, I like to do exactly you know what what you're saying, and the same thing with with Mike as well. Uh, and we see it now with with the birth of our daughters, living in the moment. And trying to be better. I, I have a goal every day when I wake up. I just want to be 1% better than I was the day before. Yeah. And that is just in
2: one thing. Do you look at the now
0: and try to, you know, just enjoy I, it? Yes. You
2: got, dude, think about this. I closed my lease March 1st and that got shut down before I could even open. Right, because of COVID 19. You get pandemic. what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's like, yeah, uh, you can't really go, you can't think about the future that to that extent right somewhat you can wow
0: you just brought something good that uh, honestly a lot a lot of people will never be able to relate to you opened a business in the middle well at the beginning at the yeah you started the beginning (laughs) (laughs) of a COVID-19 pandemic because obviously when this comes out you know people might catch it later on so this is right in 2020 right now and COVID-19 is is global how you as a business owner how were you able to kind of say, you know what, I'm going to get through this. And now here we are in, in July, almost in August, and things just happen to get better and better. But was that tough to, to sit in for a minute?
2: Yeah, it was. But like I said, I mean, I was pretty confident I was going to be fine. You know I mean? here, Here's the thing. I'm, I'm grateful that I live in Greenwich, right? There's a lot of good people here. I got a lot of support. Um, Great real estate. Great real estate, Mike. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the thing is this: like, oh my um, I never wanted to open up. A, like, opening up a gym wasn't really about, you know, just making money, right? I always said I was gonna do something affordable. I always want, yeah, I mean, because I remember being a young kid. What does that mean? What does affordable like, mean? Here's the you. thing: people, like, what, what does people, that mean? Like, people see Greenwich and they think they could just shoot up to like, yeah. You know what I mean? Charging X amount of dollars right. a class or an hour or 30. And I'm like, this is crazy. It's just it's nuts to me. I never want to do that. So what I do is I put these crazy cheap prices. And guess what? Like I'm the best around. You got people that hold pads charging $100 an hour, uh, $90 for half hour, whatever the hell the case. Guess what, man? You come here, you do 30 minutes or 25 bucks. Right. It's twenty and bucks. That's every and success you know is, story like, starts like this. And though. guess what? You ain't gonna get no better around here. Mm-hmm. You're not. So, um,
1: and to Dave's point, I saw on your board it said COVID specials, which oh, yeah. you took a negative and then made it a brand and a positive. Cause we're all going through it together, <laughs> right? Yeah, you're like, yep. guess what?
2: I was sh- I couldn't make any money for how many months? Yep. You know what I mean? It's still tough,
0: right? Of course. So just to now, I like to recap. You know the lessons here, but every real success story that, you know, I, I can relate this to is exactly what you're saying. You have to be willing to take your passion and almost do it for free just because you love it. And then eventually you do the right thing. This will get so big that you will be, the, the prices will just go up on their own, but you're willing to put the work in for dirt cheap because you're so passionate about it. And like you said, you don't call it work. work. So that is something, well, it's, it's not, not work. work. That's what I'm saying. But, that is something that so many people they miss and yeah he might he might have these prices you know for however long but it's his passion that drives him to in my eyes become you know successful to where you can't even fathom
2: where you're going dude i got clients telling me i'm crazy for having prices like this which is good you know what which I mean? is good yeah but like i said listen you 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 do the right thing if it actually comes from like a good place You'll be fine. That's why I tell everybody. I'm not worried about it. I knew I wasn't gonna ever fail. I know I'm never gonna fail. The only way I'll stop running this place is if I choose to. Right. You know what I mean? Like, but I I actually do believe, and uh, as long as you do good things and it comes from a good place, you'll get that in return. That's why it's, I I hate people that are fucking money hungry.
0: Mike. Don't look at me. <laughs> <laughs> no. Well, well both no, both of us. At
2: the end of the day, I mean.
0: You know, my It's different, though. Well, it's different. Yes. You're not
2: money hungry because you're trying to get those big fat chains anymore, Dave. Right. Like, <laughs> you've got a kid now. And yes. I mean, like, I'm gonna you chalk got up a,
1: that side eye you did to me because it's an awkward angle. And not. I had, become, he's got I the, had next neck surgery. surgery me,
2: dude. I had neck surgery. I and he's got the boom arm you know I mean? in his face. <laughs> yeah, I see him yeah. trying to navigate the boom the arm. Eye. Yo, I got I had neck surgery. I, can't, I lost like 30 percent. Yeah, that's crazy. And you're And you're still
0: fighting. Um, so, so yes, I think that's that's very important. Is, is taking your passion and be willing to to really do it for free, and then look what look what comes of it. He yeah. um, kept
1: it simple. You saw a need. You said people charge too much. I'm yep. gonna do a good job and charge less. And now he has yeah, no time dude. because he's he's yeah. booked. I'm, I'm you know, so what so mean? I'm shocked. He had booked,
2: time for us. He's dude. big time. <laughs> I know. What am I thinking? <laughs>
0: we had to bribe him with coffee. Right. He didn't um, drink it. Also, so. I think it it ties in nicely here. Somebody who wants to, Mike and I, we don't like to do the advice thing, right? We try to speak through our experience and our actions, right? Um, Somebody who wants to start a business of some sort, doesn't have the, you know, educational, your, your typical education, what is the one thing that you would tell that
2: individual from your experiences? Oh, man. I mean, look, like I said, I was fortunate enough to having good people around me, right? So it's 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 hard to say if you if you don't have good people around you. Guess what? You got a phone. Go do research. Yes. You know what I mean? Go look into things. Yep. Learn a little. Anybody can learn. They just they're they're too impatient. And look look how long it took me. Like I said, a year ago I came to you, right? Well, I mean, in the grand it's scheme about of things, every, right? It's in the grand scheme of things, it's very quick, but it is still a year process. And and no, no been, but here's the thing, he's so, no, no, no. Here's thing though. here's the thing It's been a, it was a year once I got ready to speak about it. Yes. Oh. You know what I mean? By the time I put the whole, you know, the Proposal spreadsheet together, and everything yep. together, I don't even know how long it was. Right. And then I had to wait until the time that I was ready to get it going. Because yes. I kept t- everybody kept saying, "Yo, open up a gym, open up a gym, I'll come, I'll come." And it's like, "Nah, man, I'm sticking to fighting. I'll open up a gym when I'm ready to do it." Right. But yeah, no, like I, I would say, look, if if you're lucky enough to have good people around you, listen, don't act like you know everything. That's why i just shut my mouth, man. Just listen. I've never heard you shut your mouth. I but. know, right? Isn't that crazy? <laughs> oh, but dude, yes, in shit. business, no, you, you you have you're
0: spot on. That's something. not ear
2: either. no nah, so man. So you can listen pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> I just saying. Well, Notice that from the angle I hate this, that. dude. I <laughs> no, but yeah, so just listen. Like I said, I mean, just do research. Yeah. yeah. And then when actually re- you actually, you got to be patient. And then when you're ready, just go after and it. And is it a,
0: a certain level of resiliency and persistence? To where, like, when th- when things happen, because I'm sure this wasn't a smooth road, right? Oh right, hell, no, to it get was. Yo,
2: ask my brother how many times you know he told me not to do it. Yep. I'm sure. Uh-huh. No, I get it. Yeah, I, you know what I, I mean, a lot of people told me not to do it. Right. I don't give a fuck. What anybody says. Yep. But you have to be willing to put the work in. Yeah. It's but not but just like I was ready, like, ready. I don't care. I was ready to put the work in. Right. And that's, that's what thing. you did. And that's what like, you did. Nobody can tell me when I'm ready except for myself, unless you know you're lying to yourself about it. But I knew I was ready. Look, I said I was going to go pro. I went pro. I went pro after one Ami fight. Yep. People don't be doing that oh, sh- One Ami? Yeah. yeah. That's, that's no fight. snooze. Um, lingo.
0: Lingo right there. We yeah, add wise. Yeah. You know, instead of episodes, we call them eppies. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. Ami fights. I like nice. that. That's nice. Guys. Nice and brief.
2: But <laughs> <laughs> well, Yeah. nah. So, uh, yeah, usually they'll, they'll try to, you know, get you did- experience and all that shit. You know, they'll have like, you know, 10, 15 fights before they go pro. Yeah. I said, nah, I'm good. But I don't what got you, time to waste?
1: What you do and I think a lot of people do that people don't think about is you talk about it and just by talking about it people start to listen like oh yeah he yeah I could see that then they tell someone that you're thinking about that and then you make the connection.
2: I don't mean to go off topic. But I you got nah, to you got to grow that beard, man. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I've been putting the beard butter and it's not working.
2: Nah, fu- Dave,
1: give him some points. <laughs> listen, we're talking about hairstyles. You're in trouble with that ponytail.
2: Oh, man, the ladies love it though. <laughs> I Especially see in those braids. <laughs> now, so so question. We we have
0: a lot of people that that listen to this yeah. podcast. Um, and it's hard. Yeah. He's just telling you to talk, talking to the microphone. I got to right? look. I'm not going to um, look. We you got a lot of talk. people that, that listen to the podcast. You know, I mean, you're talking from even some high school kids all the way up to, you know, you, we got attorneys in Greenwich attorneys all over the place that are listening. So it's a, it's a big scope of, of Moms. people, right? Is there, is there a certain level of professionalism that you have to turn on when you're in your, your business mode
2: uh, to some extent
0: To some extent And the reason why I ask is because I can see a lot of people listening to this Even in the, in the, you know, the fighting world Or if, if they just have a little journey of their own But they're like stuck on the, on the piece and they're, and they're down because they don't have you know, the, the typical education like I spoke about But you're here and you're a walking proof That you know what If you have the right mindset And you know how to channel that energy Into something positive through a passion of yours You can be doing the same exact thing With what it is that you like
2: yeah, I mean, dude, I never graduated high school, and if I really want to, I could be, you know, chilling in a Lambo by next year if it keeps going the way it's going. Right. Oh, no, I just like Lambos. Okay, I don't know. I'm
1: just curious. Why? Would you, what do you? On cars, what do you prefer? Uh, any car? I would do something real subtle, you know, like a red Ferrari or something. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I would probably do. Uh, honesty, I've been talking about it since I was young, and you can fact check me with Frank. Nope, a minivan would be fire. Um, I would get an old Jag. From like the old mafia movies, nice. Like one of those classic 1963 ones. Yeah, 60 how was Frank? Frank's good. Frank's he's good. A, he's a father too. He got a kid. Yeah, he's got a son. But Frankie Five, my Damn. godson. Damn,
2: yo Dre, what's going on, he's huh? A big dude. <laughs> wow, Listen, um,
0: we we're coming up on on, on time frame, and I want to make sure that people you know can can find you. Obviously, there's you know the Instagrams and stuff like that, but specifically, uh, where where can People find Kostriat Gemma if they want to, you know, inquire about training with you or just kind of, you know, reaching out to you. They can
2: either hit me up on uh, Greenwich MMA. What is that on Instagram? On Instagram or okay. Team Slaughterhouse203. I don't really do the whole uh, Twitter, Facebook thing. Gotcha. Gotcha. Where's Team
1: Slaughterhouse203. Is that Instagram? What'd you just ask me?
2: Didn't you just say Team
1: Slaughterhouse203? <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah that's Instagram. Instagram. Yeah,
2: brand? that's my personal Instagram. Okay, yeah. Okay. Good. And the Greenwich MMA. Which one do you put do it's linked up, so all I'll right. get it regardless. Yeah, it's <laughs> both the same. I'm gonna
0: hit you up like, Question <laughs> speaking on that, if there is there a specific story behind the name Slaughterhouse? So Kostriat goes by the name uh, you know the fighting name of Castriot Slaughterhouse Gemma. Um, where
2: did that originate from? So when I was locked up, I actually like was beating a lot of dudes up and all I would ever do is I bumped Slaughterhouse the group. You yep. know, with yep. like Joel Ortiz, yep. Joe Budden, you know, crooked, all those guys, and then just one day somebody called me and it just stuck. And the name stuck. Yeah. You think Mike? Like if it was Mike Slaughterhouse, Pirelli, nah, that doesn't man. work, right?
0: Look at that's that beer of course it doesn't work. It'd be uh, like Thunder Lips or something. <laughs> something. No, I, I'm always interested in how fighters, especially, they they gravitate towards their
2: yeah. their name. That's and how it, I, I mean. That's how I got. It. I honestly never even thought of. Uh, I, like listen, one of I don't really show, know, like what? nicknames. What? Like, what? would yours be? I don't know, you but know? it
0: has to do. It would have to be something like you look at him and you hear his name is Slaughterhouse, and you're kind of like, all right, yeah, that makes sense. I don't know what. Dave, my, shirts don't, don't
2: fit Regina.
1: <laughs> I would be like, I would have like 40 different names. Every time I came out, would be a different name. That's like
2: him. 10 different ways of shooting. Yes. Never shoot yes, the exactly. same way. Dree, always keep him guessing. <laughs>
1: That's my approach.
2: That's right. Um, is, so we're
0: big on like, you know, obviously we have the whole, I don't like to say it's a positivity push because for us, it's, it's more of a lifestyle. When you realize, you know, you want, you want more in life. That's what the no snooze mindset is all about, which is exactly what you apply to, to your own life. Is there like I like for me in the morning, I like to read something or, you know, look at like a positive quote to kind of start my my day. Are you big on like mantras or like personal things that your family has told you coming up? Is there anything that like sticks out at you that you think about all the time or no?
2: Like a picture? No, no nothing.
0: Nothing. Not so you explained. just you just on days <laughs> on days that no I'm gonna, I'm I'm gonna get this out one way or the other because I want to find out for my for myself if there's a day that you wake up and you're just not feeling it but you still know you have to get the job done how do you keep going? He looks in the mirror at his own ponytail and gets fired up. <laughs> Seriously though, try yeah, to try no, to answer I really, I that. Do. Try to answer that. Or you just know Wait, that you are. So if there's a day that you're not motivated, right, and you know that you still have to wake up, because the end of the day, well, it depends you're, though. You're so well, driven. It
2: depends. Am I in fight camp? Am I not in fight Doesn't camp? Doesn't matter. You know, apply day, it. So.
0: Apply it to business or fighting. If there's a day that you don't wake up motivated, how do you get through it? Do you think of to back when you were
1: locked up and you're like, oh, you know, I'm playing with house money now. I have nothing to be, you know, scourged about. What's the? Um,
2: I mean, if I think about, you know, if there's days I don't want to be here, yeah. I gotta, you know, I put in my head that. There are people that are expecting me to, you know, help them either get a lifestyle, right, or whatever. You know, if I if we talk about fighting, it's like, you know, there's plenty of times where I'm like, fuck, I don't want to train. I'm tired. Yep. I'm overtraining or whatever. Like, guess what, man? I just envision myself getting knocked down. Like, I'm like, fuck that. Right. I'm so, going, no, 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 I'm so going, going to the, the gym. Idea. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, <laughs> yeah. I I it's like I'm going to the way. gym yep. and
0: because I, that is something that again I like to relate it to to anything in life, but. I like hearing stories on how people, because clearly we're just not motivated 100% of the time, but how is it that the individual gets through it, which is exactly drink, what drink I wanted to C4. know. some C4. Some <laughs> C4. We'll get you going for sure. Uh, no, but that's, that's, that's good stuff, man. Part of me is afraid of visualizing negative stuff though, right? You got it. Right? You got I
1: mean, yes, it's motivational, but then you saw yourself getting knocked out. So then, I know it creates a fire, but I'm just, just uh, expressing that that's what worries me. Sometimes when I think about stuff like that, I'm like, ooh. I don't know if I should think of it. it motivates like, me.
2: Like the reality is man, you, you see the size of this head, you can't knock me out. You do have a big <laughs> head. I got a big f- head. <laughs> <laughs> My um, head should be on that body. <laughs> his head
0: should be on I I have a tiny head. Speaking of, of knockout, is there something cuz obviously all fighters get knocked out. You've been knocked out before, right? I got TKO'd
2: on a No, I got TKO'd on an early stoppage. Okay, I fell. Oh, I got man. right. I got right back up. Yes, yeah. I and we the, there. the ref called. It was. Some yes. bull- All right I never been like slept or none of that. No. No. Oh, because no, I cause just got dropped. When you, dropped. I was when you talk, yeah. when
0: you talk to fighter, you've knocked somebody out. Yeah. Right. Oh yeah. As a fighter, I'm always interested in what, because you just hear like what what happened, what happened. They wake up. They're like, what happened, what happened. Yeah. So I didn't know if there was a way that you can articulate it to to something that oh nah. you no know, you know, no nah, listen like i said it.
2: i got i got dropped and i literally just i got right back up and they just it was just like one of those early stoppage things mm-hmm. you know i mean it's like it, it, you call it mma it's like they, not the guy didn't even the ref didn't even allow it to it was just the stupidest thing ever i mean a lot of people thought i slipped like no nah, I, I, I got dropped Yep. i'll tell you i got dropped but i was there fully Right. You know what I mean? Yep. Like, now,
0: I think being a referee in, in the MMA world is tough, too. I just don't like him. Ah, well, I'm sure. I'm sure that, that's, shout out to that ref. Right, shout out to that ref. <laughs> that, that's what, I, I think he listens to the
1: podcast. <laughs> oh, yeah. Right.
0: Um, you train for so many weeks, months, to gear up for a fight, and it could potentially be over in a matter of seconds. Right. How, how is that not – I could see a lot of people giving up. Right at that moment, like wow, I just I'm, now I'm so beaten in my own mind because I trained for so long. And whether the fight got stopped or somebody got knocked out, how do you keep going? Is it strictly passion that you know keeps you going? Is it a drive? What is it that allows you to keep going after, after a loss? I've never experienced that, it's, no, never, but I've it's
2: never ended in seconds. So well, that, I can't really.
0: No, but you, you are r- realistic. You know that you, f- you train for an extended period of time. Yeah. And you know in the fight world, it could potentially end in seconds, whether it's yeah. happened to you or not. Dude, How do fighters get knocked down like that and still get motivated <sighs> to go through another fight camp Yo, to then fight again?
2: You can't. You, that shit happens, man. That's like, that's like freak You go talk about, like, you know, like that dude, Jorge Mazaval's like, you know, knockout against. Uh, What's that dude dude's name? Yeah, yeah, Come on, yeah. Come on, man. Fan. That shit never f- happen again. It won't. That's just whatever. Sometimes record, shit right? just happens. You can't. Yep. So you can't get down is. on it. And it was you a have fight it. game, man. Right, like, right. It anything happen, happens. You just yeah. slip up just a tiny bit. You're just Yeah. I mean, it is what it is. You just go right back to f- Listen, let me tell you something. My first ever loss, I was like, number one, that f- stupid ref cost that. So I wasn't even that mad. I was mad at myself on how I was fighting prior. I was beating him. I just, you know, I caught him, like, you know, I stunned him, like, two times. What happened was I just wasn't in good shape. I gassed out. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like that's why, like, he didn't even hit me with a hard shot. My, you know, I was just gasping; I could hardly lift up my legs. So I was more mad at myself. So you know what I did? His accountability is crazy, Yo, so you, Like everything you're saying, you always relate it back to yourself, which is which is dope. It's a really yeah. good thing, honestly. So, so you, you don't know, blame anybody else, nah, you, man. So you know what I did? The I day, the, the day after. <laughs> yeah. Right. Well, that was still some bullshit. <laughs> I mean, like, I'm right. a tough dude; I can take punishment. You ain't even give me a chance to get punished a little bit. You know what right. I mean? Yep. Like, um, the next day I went, I ran 12 miles hard. Hard. I just ran from, from, you know, Greenwich to New Canaan. I just did the fucking No, movie. but honestly, you, I just, I just, I just, you take the merit? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you take the merit. But no, like, you get what I'm saying? And yeah. Actually, that's but, when I was like, you know what, man? I'm never going to lose from a, a cardio yeah, issue again. No. Yeah. It's, but but it's never going to happen. That's a perfect, that doesn't happen with everybody, Koss. Yeah. That's you. You know yeah, what I'm saying? So that
0: right there is, is a perfect example of how you've gotten thus far. And again, I don't think it's anywhere to where you're even going. We wanted to take a quick second to let you guys know that we partnered with our good friends over at Orgain.com. We're happy to offer our listeners 30% off by entering the code NOSNOOZE30. Again, that's NOSNOOZE30 for 30% off your first order. If you're on the market for a new protein powder, nutritional shake, protein bar, or Mike's favorite, collagen peptides, Orgain is your one-stop shop. As all of you know. My Crohn's disease is currently in remission, and the only protein I use is from Orgain. My personal favorites are the chocolate peanut butter and the vanilla bean. With the code, you can try a two-pound tub for under $20. Talk about not snoozing. Go get yours today. Now, back to the epi. Um, Being mindful of time, we like to always leave our audience with, um, you know, some... Just some final words, right? So we'll go. We go into sections, and this is my favorite section: Dave's dime of the week. Dimes, dimes, dimes. When it's not going right, (laughs) go left. Okay, right. I like that, and I think that relates to you. Like, if if things in your life, you know, are are just you know happening over and over and over again, take what Kostya said, and you know what. Choose the left side. Go go opposite of what's been happening for so long. If you keep seeing that things are not going right for you, choose another direction. Um, go ahead, Mike. What do you Uh got? Miguelito's mantras. Ito, ito, ito. You love this. Part, you like that, right? Man. Look at look at
1: got So confused. To go on the brand of what you were saying, I could, I could do two, but I'll do one. Knowledge is power. Knowledge
0: is power. Yes. Short and sweet. I like it. Just like me. Um, so Castriot, I know I don't know, is there any any we could go with Gemma's gem.
2: I like that. Give Gemma's. us a, uh, a a little quote to to leave the audience with. I hate dieting, but I love punching people in the face. <laughs> yeah. Like, where did that quote come from? Sorry. Because I uh, hate <laughs> dieting and cutting weight. It's just very little. So I would eat f- I started taking these stupid selfies. I remember. And I would just be like, I hate dieting, but I love and all I thought about was punching someone in the face. Okay, I hate That's, dieting, but
1: I don't like people
0: punching punch, so. folks, <laughs> uh,
2: So there you have it, guys. Kostriot, we thank you thank so you much, sir. my
0: brother. Um, yeah, cool. At Greenwich MMA on Instagram, there's a lot of good specials here. Um, so check Kostriot out. Um, you know, with with any questions or inquiries uh, or business opportunities. Until Absolutely. next time, stop snoozing. Get up. Get after it. And don't punch anybody in the face, yeah, guys. All right. Don't.
1: That's another Effie in the Books. Go follow us on Instagram and Facebook at No Snooze Podcast. Subscribe to our YouTube channel, No Snooze. Come on. Come on. If you want to inquire about potential sponsorship and or collaboration, reach out to us at nosnoozpodcast at gmail.com or message our Instagram page, which is at no snooze podcast.